on Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas on a Monday. And, uh, boy, Baylor Club is one of our great sponsors. I saw our next guest at the Baylor Club the other night. And, uh, boy, he was uh, he was having a nice meal. He was mixing with all the luminaries around there, uh, including the great Grant McCaslin, former Baylor assistant who was in town. Scott Drew, welcome back to the uh, Matt Mosley Show. And, uh, and congratulations, by the way. The new book is out. Uh, I was fortunate enough to secure one. And uh, I've I've really uh, I've, I I really enjoyed it. Well, I am glad. So you so you made it all the way through it already, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's going to be a you test, I mean, I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, what? yeah. I like. I even like that part because I remember some of those things brought back a lot of memories. Like that first was that the 2008 tournament where. Uh, you got, they waited to call our names till the very end and that kind of thing. I mean, it, there's a lot of memories that come flooding back. Now I got to ask you, you're not someone who loves talking about yourself. You're very good at, you know, praising others. And, and was this a, uh, was this therapeutic? Was this awkward? What was it? What was it like sitting down, having to kind of go back over your life and, and, uh, what was the, what was the process like for you? Great question. So the first thing is, uh, I definitely don't like talking about myself, and uh, that's why it's our book. I mean, it, 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 players, staff, uh, Baylor family, uh, all all the Baylor fans out there, um, and 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 hopefully uh, more than that, uh, we we wrote the book because uh, 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 um, it's God's platform, and it's given Him all the honor and glory, and then. Uh, after that, we want to grow Baylor Nation, and we want uh, uh, the Baylor family to expand, and hopefully, people out there that uh, value and appreciate uh, uh, what we do or how we do it um, uh, can jump on board and become become fans and part of the part of the uh, Baylor traveling contingency. And uh, with that, if it was my book done by me, it would been a picture book. But obviously, Don Yeager enabled it to have some words, so that's a good thing. Uh, and and I, I don't know how you felt, but uh, it, it's really an easy read. He's an 11-time uh, uh, New York bestseller. He's done books ranging from Coach K to John Wooden to Walter Payton to Jack Nicholas. Um, just finished a book, I think, with Bubba Watson. So uh, he's he's uh, done a lot of uh, things. But his dad was a a, a minister. And he really loved the the, the Christian um, emphasis and just how our uh, program tries to honor God. And uh, with that, uh, it was, as you know, coaches are, are constantly moving forward. You're always working for uh, next season, the next day, the next game, and very seldom are you ever able to reflect. So he talked to a lot of our uh, uh, assistant coaches and administrators, and then when, when we would talk, You'd bring up, do you remember this? You remember that? And it was great because it made you reflect. It made you uh, remember and just uh, uh, become even more that that much more appreciative of the past and everything that went into developing uh, the basketball program as it is today. Talking to Scott Drew, his new book's out. There's a big uh, book signing that's happening over at the uh, Baylor Bookstore. And uh, I believe that's tomorrow. I saw them tweeting about that from noon to 2 o'clock. Scott, I had hoped to be on the scene to broadcast from there, but you did not uh, plan around the Mosley show, which is uh, very disappointing. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, that's terrible, been... uh-huh. <laughs> terrible planning. Terrible planning. Uh huh. I think that's when you would obviously get the biggest audience, but there'll be a good audience there, and so people can come by. Now, Scott, you one thing you can't do is like do a whole bunch of personal messages. You know, there, there may be a big crowd there, so you can't be like writing whole Bible verses. All right, so. I know how you are. We will keep it quick. We will keep it quick. We'll keep it moving. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, the great thing is I actually learned where to sign that's proper. And, and I wish I'd have known that before I had signed the first uh, 50 or 100 books. No, I feel bad for those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I had uh, – I'm still looking on here to see – Maybe you put a secret message for, for me on the uh, title well, here. Well, the I, whole book's about Matt Mosley, isn't it? <laughs> that's right. Well, I, I, I generally make things about myself, but I don't see a lot of mentions in here, so I am concerned about that. The um, I, I this Did is you you're think the only it was an easy read. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure, God. for sure. Yeah, it's all Great. laid out. I mean, I I always am looking because I know a lot of this stuff, and of course I was covering all the. Before you got here, I was covering all that the morning news, so all of that is fascinating to me. But the stuff that I want to read about is like this chaplet. I mean, that's hilarious to me that um, that this you you said he was having trouble with like he was a you know cutting it down to fifteen minutes uh, <laughs> devotionals, and then I start reading about some Old Testament character that even though I used to win those sword drills or Bible drills, we would call them. One, two, I'm sure you were uh, involved in some of that. But there was some character that I didn't, Benaya shows up in this book. I promise yeah. you no other college coach would mention that Old Testament character. <laughs> well, and, and the great thing is we won't tell them anything else about it. We'll make them read it. So uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, as you as, as you, you've mentioned uh, um, throughout the book, uh, not only uh, – players, but also uh, um, just people that touch our program. And Pastor Weibel uh, has been a phenomenal uh, uh, game day uh, pastor and has done amazing things with our, with our, with our team. And then Pastor Brewer um, with Nations of Coaches has been a phenomenal addition as well. Yeah, I had hoped this one part started to make me cry. I don't know if you know what it would be. It made me very emotional the uh, I I had hoped you would not mention this young man's name Zubek. That brought back bad uh, memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why we it, sit, that that bottom half of the page is blank for tears. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's right. I didn't see Don Yeager at that game, but yeah, I I was uh, that was very uh, <laughs> that was tough to to live through. But uh, there is a, a thread through this whole thing, and I really think that uh, your faith, you know, uh, is such a huge part of it. And family, I, I I do like the part where you you know you like you said you could have seen Bryce having all this success and then going to the NBA, and and I think the thing that says a lot about you is. You loved every minute of it, and you know, and you freely admit that some of Bryce's success uh, helped your career and spurred your career on. And I think that, uh, I think Scott, that that's part of kind of who you are. Because again, and you brought up Cain and Abel and some of the other brothers. I think Esau was involved in one of those things where it could have been yeah. like that. But you and Bryce have a unique relationship. You're old enough where you. It's like he didn't have to live too much with your shadow. And then you you seem to be very um, okay with his success. Was that 
did was that just from an early age with you guys? And, and as you said in the book, do you kind of feel like having that four years apart kind of helped in that regard? Well, in, in, as you know, coaches always want uh, uh, players to be great teammates and great team players. So um, it, it doesn't uh, uh, help a coach that uh, uh, is jealous or uh, doesn't like other people to have success. And um, I, I know with uh, from an early age, uh, I, obviously you're competitive with uh, anybody you play with. But I knew my brother was good enough when I wanted him on our team. He had to be pretty good, right? Because <laughs> I, I wanted to win. So anyway, uh, uh, I know uh, um, my dad's success, my brother's success, uh, played a large part in, in in my opportunities and my growing. And at the same time, uh, some of the best memories I had was coaching my brother at, at Valpo or um, coaching his uh, 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 junior high team or helping out a uh, summer team, uh, uh, helping him in the NBA, um, being a part of that. And uh, a lot of the things that we learned from how the best coaches in the country at the time who recruited him, I mean, he was Mr. Basketball in Indiana, seeing how they did home visits, see how they did uh, um, uh, telephone calls, see how they did all their uh, note writing and presentations. I mean, uh, all that uh, went into, uh, I think, what has helped me be successful. So uh, team team game in every a- aspect and every facet. And now uh, what, what's great is, uh, as you know, as you get older, it's harder to keep in touch sometimes with family, um, especially as everyone moves and, and goes greater distance away. But when you have uh, people in the same profession, it makes it that much easier to stay in touch because they're watching the games and they're, they're, they're trying to help after games um, and they know what you're going through. Uh, so that, that's been a blessing. Uh, and to me, uh, following in my dad's footsteps, uh, a Hall of Fame college coach um, uh, just shows you how uh, and what an impact he had on my life. But, yeah. you know, uh, Matt, I, I know with all the Baylor fans out there, uh, hopefully it brings up great memories. And uh, I remember this game. I remember that. Oh, I remember this player. I remember. And then the behind the scenes of what helped. But also people that aren't Baylor fans just to see um, where where um, our success and uh, the things that we've uh, implemented or done that uh, you can win and uh, uh, be a Christian school, be a Christian coach, um, uh, have a no cussing policy. I mean, I think it's great and uh, for business owners, oh, you can do a, a, a voluntary lunchtime Bible study where you buy lunches uh, for employees that want to be a part of it. I mean, you can, uh, uh, you're on call uh, anywhere you work or whatever you do, and you can impact people's lives in in so many ways yeah i got to that part on page 131 and you started uh grant mccaslin was doing some devotionals and that kind of thing oh so i really yeah yeah, i i kind of wanted to make sure he was on point theologically because i've known grant (laughs) for a lot of years so i was really trying to learn a lot of that from you in his college days there was yeah truett seminary and there was mosley seminary so I mean, you you had a you had a profound impact on him as well. <laughs> well, he did a great job the other night. I'm glad you didn't walk in sooner and make him nervous or something, because uh, he you know you might have seen his old coach and, and gotten a little nervous back uh, there. But uh, Grant, oh, uh, Grant, Grant's the best. He's the well, best. And, and 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 that's we've been also blessed, 
just with the different assistants we've had and, and they on the road normally our assistants do game day chapel services and um uh spiritually i've i've grown so much from uh not only uh the pastors and everyone else in our program but uh the coaches um and uh that that's been such a blessing yeah well you've surrounded yourself with with good people um would uh did Grant and Jerome always? Get, I'm trying to remember. It seemed like it seemed like those guys uh, w- would go at it a little bit. I feel like Jerome told me that one time. I mean, was that one of the? I mean, you really kind of promote that with your staff, don't you? Like, hey, let's get it out of our system. Like, if you got some kind of deal, let's air it out. I mean, I don't. You know, you don't strike me as a very confrontational person, but it, but you didn't really. You didn't. You don't really let things linger within uh, with within your staff. At least that's the way I've always kind of interpreted things. Well, I think I think uh, just like uh, uh, a Christ-centered marriage, uh, uh, Christ-centered program. I mean, biblically, if you have confrontation and, and problems, you're supposed to go to that person and then bring two or three involved if you need to. But if a staff can't get along, obviously the team can't get along. And we all are, we, we all have our families. We have our spouses. We have, it, there's, there's going to be conflict because uh, as you know, there's a lot of different ways to get to four, three plus one equals four, two plus two equals four, four plus zero equals four. They all equal four. And sometimes when you're debating game plans, what's the best way to get to four? And you want people that are passionate and believe in what they believe in at the end of the day, once you step out of that, 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 the, the war room or meeting or uh, if it's recruits who you think is best for your program, the great thing is that's where um, all being on the same page. And uh, uh, for us, I mean, um, uh, I, I know with my wife, a Christ centered marriage is the way that we make it through it. So with our, with our staff, same thing. I mean, uh, once we iron out, this is three plus one is how we're getting to four today. We're all on the same page and yeah. doing the same thing, but our, our assistants, have all been really successful in large part for their willingness to learn from each other and grow from each other. And that's been, that's been really neat as a head coach. Cause obviously I learned from everyone you learn from anyone. I mean, yeah. even the great Matt Mosley can learn from someone, right? Well, yeah. And by the way, I'm with, yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm with Jacus on fouling when, uh, went up by three. Okay. Just so you know, if there's still some, uh, some disagreements in the staff about that. Just know he and I, oh, so, he and so I are interesting. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's go to that, that. Let's go to that. Cause I know most media say <laughs> foul went up through And you know what? Like, I agree with that. The problem is if they're dribbling toward you, what happens is a lot of times in college, there's not a lot like in the pros, they're used to shooting as time expires college. Sometimes people shoot it early. Number one, Number two, officials don't call as much of it. And if they don't know you're trying to file, sometimes we've twice tried to file. It wasn't called, and they got by us and got a better look than if we would have just guarded them. The other thing is, on a big Monday game, Texas, Oklahoma State, at Oklahoma State, it was a three-point game. They throw the long pass. They try to foul him. They turn. They say he's in the act of shooting in half court. So, like, that's that's the only flip side that you get worried yeah. about. And then the last one would be, well, what if you miss the free throw? So you make the first one. Now it's a two-point game. You miss the next one. The ball gets tipped out. They hit a three, and you actually lose, where if they hit a three, the worst you could do is go to overtime. 
Well, it, that that part, that one scenario, I know you need to get going here pretty soon, but it, it, it never the, – the missing a free throw almost never works. And I know you're thinking about all these doomsday scenarios. Marcus Smart had a beautiful one, by the way, that you could show your players the other night where he threw it hard off the backboard, hits the rim, and, and he waited. I know uh, he, he waited, the, um, and he actually got the rebound. It almost worked. But anyway, I, I, we, we could debate this for a long time. The last thing I had for you, can you tell us real quick? I, I do believe oh. in it, too, just so you know. I just oh, have okay. the downside to where you, you can't always – sometimes that doesn't – you know what I mean? Like, it, say you throw it uh, – they throw it in, and the guy catches it, and he goes to shoot right away because there's only two seconds. Then you're scared of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So no, I, I'm anyway, just trying to figure out. Stuff in there for you. Yeah, I'm fi- I'm trying to figure out who on the staff is against me on this thing. If it's AD, <laughs> I, I need to visit with him. But uh, 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 but uh, but by by the way, your staff loving what you did with your staff, Tweedy. Uh, my gosh, you know one of the one of the greatest players ever. Last thing, real quick, Jalen Bridges, Grimes, Caleb Loner. Uh, and I know we don't have time to we'll, – we'll hopefully get to talk again, but I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring these, these transfers in. You've got size, and then you, you do have a guy that can play some point guard. What were you – what was kind of your overall thoughts on, on these three players? Because I, I find you all scouting very interesting. Some people just say, oh, that guy scores a lot. We want him. You all have a little different flavor about how you go about it. This guy has to fit your culture. He has to fit your system. What was the common thread with these three transfers? Well, I think I think all three are gym rats. Um, they want to get better. They live in the gym, and um, they work really hard at their craft. And people that uh, work really hard and want to get better, they get better. Um, and obviously, they all got talent, and they all got ability. Uh, we really like their, their inner makeup and their characteristics that, that we think uh, will allow them to not only continue to improve and get better, but also be great teammates. Um, and then and then the good thing is they're all older. And as we know in college basketball, so often a 23-year-old beats an 18-year-old. All right. All right. Well, uh, it's going to be exciting, and uh, this next year is going to be a lot of fun. Hey, congrats uh, on the book. And uh, there'll be a long line there at the bookstore tomorrow, 12 to 2. You'll be making an appearance, signing autographs, and uh, have, a, uh, have a great time with it. And uh, just enjoy, enjoy basking in all this success. Scott, I know you love it when people make it all about you. So I'm going to encourage everybody. <laughs> this is all about uh-huh. us. You know that. Uh-huh. No, I'm going to tell everybody, us. make it all about you. Have a great day out there. I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you. Have a blessed day. Take care. Okay. All right, there he goes, Scott Drew, who has written this new book. I'm holding it as we speak, The Road to Joy.